got melanin in my bones, shit is so strong. I got melanin in my bones, shit is so strong. Motherfuckers need to go back home and grab the throne. Throw that lean down the sink, dumb fucks just think. We prefer was king queens. Fuck the pyramid schemes, they got us. Nickelin and diamond till the wheels fall off. I mean Okay, so welcome to Left on Red, which is gonna be the podcast version of uh, the group chat TV. Um today is me ish and Brittany. And we are going to do a insecure review. So we're going to use the podcast to do different stuff um, outside of the regular episodes. Um, so whether it's movie reviews or quick interviews when we don't have time to have like a full setup. But um, to kind of get into the episode, what were your thoughts on that first scene with Issa? It seemed like in the beginning she was imagining that it was her and Daniel, but it actually turned out to be Daniel and uh, Tiffany or whatever the girl's name was. Oh, they said her name? Yeah, like later in the episode, I believe it's the same girl. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, um, I most definitely thought it was Issa. Like, I'm like, yeah, she moved down with him, so they probably got something going on. And then I, then when the scene cut to her on the couch, <laughs> I was like, what the heck? Like, it was a great opener, for yeah, sure. I'm definitely going to say, well... He's a dude. But I'm definitely going to say that Daniel is probably my favorite character on the show. Not because of that, but just because the way things rolled out between him and Issa, and he's still kind of just playing it for it is what it is versus how Issa is like, we kind of going to talk about it a little bit later, but like almost trying to trick him into wanting to be with her kind of thing. But, I, don't, I don't think it's necessarily her trying to trick him into wanting her. I think it's her not wanting to get hurt again and her not really knowing what to say to him. Um, because, like, throughout the episode, I kind of understood, like, how she felt. Like, she wanted to tell him that she still had feelings, but she didn't want to tell him because, one, it's like an awkward situation and they live together now, so... I don't know. I just feel like she didn't know what to say or even how to say it. So I don't think it was necessarily that she did. She was trying to trick him to say. I mean, we can look at into it a little bit later. But right. so like then from there it goes till you see that her new second job, you know, is playing lift. Um, so it starts with the first rise. He just straight throws up in her car. So yeah. But then it goes to Molly, who's on vacation somewhere, and she has like her vacation bay and they kicking it on the beach but he's like well you know i'll come out to la and she's like oh you have a visa right <laughs> not from cincinnati right like she thinking it's like some stella got a group back type thing right. when really is like they met and yeah. i guess she's on her well she said she's on her know better do better whatever yeah no better do better <laughs> So then it goes to Issa uh, back at work at We Got Y'all, and now she's basically a customer service agent on the phone. Um, something that was dope though is on her desk she had um, like little stickers or posters from the Reed podcast and really? another round podcast on her I desk. Did not yeah, that. yeah, that was dope. Um, especially since Crystal from the Reed, she actually is a part of Insecure T, which is like a the actual review podcast for Insecure. Right. Um, and they just recently started back up. So shout out to her and friends from uh, the friend zone. Yeah. Um, but so she's there and she's trying to get 
her friend, what was her old friend from work? Doy girl? I forgot her name. But she was trying to get her, like, yo, are you gonna talk to the boss? <laughs> Basically about me trying to get my job back since last season. She ended up not getting that promotion because she was fucking up so much. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of like, nah, I'm not really feeling it, yeah. you know? I just feel like once it hit that scene, I feel like we, well, we kind of experiencing like her downfall. Like it's like a snowball effect that she, one, Lawrence isn't there. And now the thing with Daniel, like they're not a thing anymore. And now it's like her job. So like, I feel like it's kind of like a, I don't know how to explain Her life a mess. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's kind of sad, though, because, like, she never, I don't think she ever thought that it would be like that. And she was already not really making that much money at her job. And so, like, the only thing that was making her happy was the kids, really. So now she is on the phones, making yeah. calls, doing customer service, so. All right. Then from there, it kind of rose into, I think that's when we get the scene with Daniel in the studio with oh, the yeah. lady in the booth. And I don't know if you, you know Don for making the band. Yeah, that was That her. was her. Really? Yeah, like I didn't, I thought it was her, but I'm like. She looked more light skinned. Yeah, she did look like lighter skinned. But I was looking like, she looked hella familiar and then I realized it was her wow. after the fact. Then I had to go like actually Google it and see and it was actually her. And that shit was kind of funny <laughs> because it's like uh, it was just funny to see like because that's how it really is sometimes like in the studio with people like I don't know if you've ever been like in a studio or like in that setting but especially when you get to working with like the opposite sex as a guy working with a girl or a girl working with a guy like people will bring you artists or people that they're either fucking or wanna fuck and right. kind of waste your time and that's kind of what he was saying like what is this shit but he kind of did say like well you know her cousin Spider or whatever uh, the rapper that I'm guessing is going to pop up in the scene down the line but so that's going to kind of be the plug I kind of like the shift um, to Daniel just because even though Lawrence's like story was kind of cool just because he was growing mm-hmm. still mm-hmm. I think that was good to see, but it was also good to see somebody like outside of just looking for a job. I mean, even though Lawrence, he did end up getting a job in tech, so it's like a little bit more creative, but seeing outside of like Jamie Foxx when he worked at (laughs) Jingles 2000, it's not really any shows with guys. I mean, I guess Martin too, he worked at the radio station, but it was just dope to see like not necessarily a starving artist, but you know, that artist's perspective. And I'm interested to see like how that goes in the season. Cause, and, and even show like after that, that's when you see like him later in the episode in the studio, like trying to get his stuff together. So just seeing like that aspect is kind of cool. Yeah. I'm not mad at the idea of not having Lawrence. Um, only because like what she said on, I think she said on the Breakfast Club or on Twitter. Um, basically it's real life like you don't see your ex as often as maybe the show will portray so i don't think it was a bad idea to have to not have him on this season i think that she will bring him back for the fourth season if they get picked back up which i know it probably will mm-hmm. and um then that will probably make the fourth season even better because we get to catch up on lawrence's life and yeah <laughs> see i mean again we'll talk about it towards the end but I don't think 
Lawrence per se is missing from the show right now because there's a new Lawrence on the show. But well, I'll kind of talk yeah. about that aspect. I don't think you see what I see. But <laughs> I'm picking up. <laughs> uh, so then from there you get them. She picks up Molly from the airport and they go out to eat. And she's kind of like saying, Issa's saying like she's at a tiptoe point in her life. She don't feel like she could like speak up or say how she feels or talk because I guess she kind of feels like nobody really cares. But then she also it's just like at a point where she doesn't really know what to say. Um, and she's kind of her and Molly are like living two different lives. Like right. Molly feels like she's in control of what she has going on mm-hmm. because she's saying like, "Oh, Quentin wanted this, but no vacation bay wanted this, but no Dro, no like my job, no like." So she's fighting like she got stuff going on, but we see real right. soon after that that she don't. Right. Um, and then. Molly's like, you could have lived with me, but she's like, no, you remember in 05 when you lived with me and you broke my vase. And it's just kind of like, y'all petty for still holding on to that for 13 years. like, Especially when she was on vacation. Yeah. So you could have definitely been at her spot. So it's right. kind of stupid. But but in reality, she just really wanted to stay with Dre or Daniel. Yeah. So then from there, we get... Oh, that's when we see that Molly and Dro still fucking around because... Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a little bit after that. Yeah, but well, then it's the scene when Issa is in the bathroom and he don't have a mirror up on uh, the Oh yeah. <laughs> I was thing. so salty, like dang. She, she was didn't definitely about to start rapping. Oh, I know. Yeah, and then he kind of just bust in and fuck it up. And it's crazy because like we, I felt like I wanted more from that episode. Um, but you understand, like you couldn't really get more because she wasn't she didn't have her own space and she didn't she wasn't really who she was you yeah know? you can't be the same person exactly yeah. yeah so i was like i mean i guess it makes sense to not have like so much drama in the first episode or like i mean whatever. it was a lot it was drama. a lot of drama but i feel like i was expecting more i don't know what i was expecting but yeah. it made sense because like she didn't have her own place her job was acting crazy like so it made sense yeah so then from there that's when we see dro and uh, Molly at the house and they have their little sex scene but then his wife calls Yeah. and she like gets immediately salty so she's like well I need boundaries and all this shit mm-hmm. how do you feel about that aspect because I just feel like you don't you don't draw your boundaries like with somebody else like outline it with them yeah. you set your boundaries you let them know mm-hmm. and I feel like that's how I just knew from there that it was doomed. Like, she yeah. don't have that situation under control. Like, she was friend like she did. Yeah. I've learned in life to just, you know, if you do set boundaries with anything, just keep it to yourself. Because if you break those boundaries, you know, you the only person know that you broke them and, like, you should try better to fix it. Because if you, like, tell the other person that you want to set boundaries and you have set those boundaries and they're broken, then it's like, well, she's probably not really serious or... Well, no, it's important to let the other person know because that's what keeps them in line. But you can't be like, we're going to set our boundaries together. Like, you have to decide that for yourself. Like, she can't be like, well, are we going to be friends or are we just going to be fuck buddies? It's like you decide yourself, like, because boundaries are set to protect your own feelings. Right. And that's the part that she's missing. Like, you can't try to protect your feelings and still want to be considerate of, of his like 
at the end of the day in a relationship, you can only necessarily be responsible for yourself. Right. So I felt like that's why she was already fucked up. So you don't think that keeping um, the boundaries to herself would be okay, but letting him know like what they are, so their status. So That's like they could, but you like said, I said that you have to you have to outline it. Like you have to come up with that on your own, but you have to let people know so that they don't overstep your boundaries. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, I guess that makes sense. I was just saying, like, of course, like, make up a status between the person so that's just, you know, clear. And then whatever boundaries, like, okay, well, I don't want you to call me, whatever. She could just do that herself. Like, she don't have to call him. And if he do call her, don't answer. No, like, but then that's kind of being, sh like, shady and petty. Like, You think so? Yes, because, one, the thing about their relationship, they've been friends their whole lives. That's so true, it's not like she, he's just some random nigga. Yeah. They basically grew up together so that's true i guess i guess it depends really on the person and your relationship mm, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but um so yeah then there's that so then they link up for well you know molly's getting her nails done and drove calls her anyway type of thing mm -hmm. um, and that's what i'm talking about she fell right back in because she told him not to call her yeah because he don't take her seriously. Exactly. It's not when you know somebody for so long, but it's, he don't take her seriously because I mean, we only looking at a certain window of their lives. Like from what I heard, season three picks up like two or three weeks after the end of season two, even though in real oh, life wow. it's been a year. So it's like one of those things where we don't know their whole lives and their whole relationship but even from the first two seasons like you see like molly's messy she don't have control over her life um she don't really know what she wants and she's just not smart about shit. like mm -hmm. for you to be so smart and be a lawyer or whatever and all yeah. this other stuff like when it comes to men you're an idiot <laughs> And it's just like you was going Not to therapy. Idiot, <laughs> it's like you was going to therapy the whole last season, and it's like none of that shit. It's just because she really works. wants love, and she really wants the idea of having like that husband and her being. A so then, why are you having sex that? with a main man? Because she probably feel like he gonna change and be right, with her. So <laughs> she's trying to trick him into wanting to be with her, just like he's just trying to trick Daniel. It's no tricks going on here. Yeah, we gonna see towards the season. <laughs> Um, so then we get into the little lift fiasco with the dude, uh, the dude that, that was in the lift. I don't know if they did this on purpose, but he kind of looked like, you know. I was going to say, he looked familiar. No, you know the Felon Bay story, the dude that was in jail. His name's like Jeremy Meeks. He was in jail and they posted his mugshot. Oh, and he was like good looking. Yeah, he was good looking. Yeah. So like, he, now he's like dating the person who like the heirs for top shop or something oh wow which is like the h&m the english version of h&m pretty much so yeah <laughs> like <laughs> so now he's like married to her and shit what? but um that's kind of who the dude looked like yeah <laughs> that was in the back seat but then uh the other big dude come in and he tried to roll the blunt and they ended right. up fighting and shit and he ran away but the dude sent, the, sent her like 50 dollars so I wonder if she's about to try to go back to where she picked him up at, yeah, and you see kinda, if she run into him again. Yeah, but the she thing too, the rear view, and yeah, like they was like kind of having that little eye contact thing. Yeah, he was just like, I'm just riding, I'm going where y'all going type of thing. Yeah, I just 
the only thing that's gonna be weird about the situation is they made it seem like he's not from Cali. So I don't know if they're gonna be able to, well, not from LA, so I don't know if they're gonna be able to like meet up again or not. But that situation was like kind of funny. I mean, even before that, when um, Molly first got in there and she was with, and it was the two younger girls that got in the car. Oh, yeah. Who yeah, kind of yeah. were like a young Issa yeah. and Molly, yeah. if, if you look at it. I, do you think that was the. Did they do a contest for the season? Two best friends? To be you know what? It might have been. If I they did, thinking. it might have been. Yeah. And then also, I thought that they were picking up the girl that was going to go to Daniel's house. Oh yeah, yeah, that would have been interesting. Yeah, too. I was like, oh Lord, maybe he about to have a threesome and like she dropped him off at his house and just Oh, I ain't think the threesome. <laughs> <laughs> that I was like, it. they they crazy. The threesome didn't even come to mind. <laughs> but um I mean, if you saw the episode, you know, we covered the important parts of right. the episode. Right, right. <laughs> um nope, well no, missed. the only other thing is the the oh when Daniel went to his sister's house. Yes. And Did she talked to him and told him that she still had feelings. No, before that, when she went to when Daniel oh, went to okay. get the guitar, before he was like doing his music thing. Right. Um, that I think that let the audience know that he still had feelings for Issa. No, because he said he didn't. But he does. He's going to say he don't. But the thing, we're going to get to it when we get to that last part. But um, when he did go to his sister's house and she was doing his niece's hair mm-hmm. um, and the girl, his sister was kind of like, oh, I need you to watch her. But he's like, well, you know, Issa's still there. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, who's going to watch her, Issa or your new girl? Exactly. I want to say the other girl's name was Tiffany, but it's not Tiffany. Because her, their, Issa yeah. and Molly's friend is Tiffany, but... Um, they're talking about the other girl and like the stuff that his sister says to him verbatim he ends up repeating to Issa talking about (laughs) out of all the places she could have went she's staying with you so like why do you think she did that but why did he let her stay I mean but you gotta think obviously it wasn't no big deal because he's still smashing chicks in the house while she's there and he said he knew she was there he's trying not to have no feelings towards her and he's trying to get over it i mean he did he did try to kiss her but i don't know if that's more so feelings or it's more so like i've been playing this music drinking you and my house we live together we had a sexual relationship previously i mean i think his sister got him thinking about it had him thinking about it because that scene happened right after he went to his sister's house so maybe he was trying to figure out like if he if she still had feelings for him too so that's probably why he tried to kiss her. I mean, yeah, and even in the conversation, he was like, he's confused, like, you questioning me about who I'm fucking and all this other stuff, like, so what do you want? Right. And she just, you know, finally says, like, you know, I came here because I have feelings for you. So it was a trick because she's talking about, oh, no, I only came here because you close to my job. Like, you been best friends with Molly your whole life. You could have lived with her. You could have lived with... Tiffany, you could have lived with Kelly. Like, you had options. Molly was gone for, even if it was just a weekend, you could have went and stayed at her place. Even if y'all do don't think y'all should live together, that's pretty much a better situation and a less messy situation, a less stressful situation than going to live. Because you got to think, though, she cheated on Lawrence with Daniel. Then basically played Daniel and was just like, no, it was just sex. There was nothing else when he actually thought that they was actually going to try to be together. 
and then she comes live with him. So it's just kind of like she don't know what she want. Like it's super messy, and it's yeah. just like, yeah. and that's the thing with. And Issa, I feel like, like she didn't know, she didn't realize, or she didn't think that that stuff would happen. Like he would bring other girls in the house. Like she probably thought that maybe they could reconnect. I mean, I think the the big thing that like I kind of want to finish the pod with is so like the thing that I'm getting the issues with Molly and Issa are with Issa is intention and then with Molly it's boundaries because Issa's intentions throughout the show have been like undercover like everything she did was undercover like she's super shady super pretty like. Even on the first season. Intentional though? Do you think that she really I'm not saying like the things she's doing are intention are intentional, but her intentions are always hidden. So the shit she's doing is like it's like she's doing stuff because she wants you to see why she's really doing it instead of just being real in the beginning. Like don't move into move in with me and say it's just because we're friends when you really want to be with me. And then you mad because I'm still bringing people over and living my life. Like, if you don't want to be with me, cool, I'm going to live my life. I'm not about to let your feelings affect that. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, if you look at the first two seasons, you see, like, she's super shady and super petty and, like, really sly about how she go about shit. Like, even if you think back to the first season, when Lawrence was kind of like, yo, what the fuck, when she was like, Oh, maybe she just lowered her standards like I did. Like, that's super petty. Like, that's your nigga from four or five years, whatever. He's struggling and you cheat on him. That's like some bullshit. Mm -hmm. Then in the second season, it's her whole, oh, I'm trying to date shit. And her and Daniel kind of got into it because, I mean, he did come in her face. But still, like, you know what I'm saying? Y'all relationship is supposed to be just sexual. And now you're trying to turn it into something more and you expecting him to just be super understanding of your feelings and he don't have to like you just his friend staying at his house his life not gonna change he not about to look at it like oh hopefully we can be together because y'all tried that he tried that before you played him so now he over it so don't feel like he owe you nothing because he don't yeah i think her expectations just be unrealistic sometimes no, it's not and that. It's not her expectations are unrealistic. It's her expectations are hidden by hidden under all the bullshit she doing. Yeah. Like you can't be doing pretending that you only here because you need somewhere to stay, right. and you hoping that I'm falling. I'm gonna fall in love with you. Like first of all, y'all thirty. Grow the fuck up. Like this not the fairy tale shit is over now. At thirty, you gotta be intentional. What you want, say what you want, and act accordingly. And she's not doing that. And then with Molly. It's kind of the same thing, but her issue is boundaries. Like, it's the same thing. She she didn't outright say it, but you can kind of see from how the show's going and how she can outline. She wants Dro to leave his wife. his wife for her. And it's just kind of like, no. Like, would you even want a man that right. left, that was cheating on his, well, not cheating, because they have an open relationship as of right now. And it seems like it's true, because when his wife called, he said, I'm still at Molly's. But, even still, it's just one of them things where like, do you, would that be the man that you want? Right. And then two, it's just like, just because you are controlling these other relationships, 
quote unquote, it's easy to tell Quentin you don't want a long distance relationship because it's a long distance relationship. Same thing with the dude from the vacation from Cincinnati. But like you have Dro who's right there down the street. And instead of saying that that's not a healthy relationship and setting up your boundaries to where you're not about to get involved in a situation where your ass know you're going to catch feelings. It's like, why not just eliminate the bullshit and go about shit the right way? Like, I'm just not understanding what her issue is with setting these boundaries. Yeah. I mean, I understand it. Like, it's hard to explain how she's feeling or what she's going through, but I understand it. And that's why I don't really think that she's an idiot. Didn't you call her that earlier? I don't know if it was her or Issa, but they both idiots. Yeah. I don't know. I just think that it's like, uh, I don't want to say it's a girl thing. Cause it's not. It's not all girls. It, it's not a girl thing. It's a people with feelings thing. Like, yeah. I get it. You can have feelings and shit, but at the end of the day, you can only be You just have to learn sometimes. Like, you got to let go. Like, and you it's just got to. It's not gotta... letting go. You just can't be trying to tailor everything to fit into the way that you want it. Like, Right. Don't go stay with some nigga that you want to be with and and be acting like you don't want to be with him. Because if this only been two or three weeks, so now you spend two or three weeks just in the house acting like y'all cool, but secretly in your head, you just waiting for him to fall in love with you. Exactly. Like, you setting yourself up for heartbreak. That's stupid. Right. And she should just let go of that whole situation. No, she should have just came at it straight up. She should have just let her intentions be known. Like, I am here because I want to be with you. I Those are my intentions. For us to be together. That's true. Same thing with Molly. So like, what, I, I can't really remember what happened um, at the end of season two with them two. Nothing. Remember, they met up at the restaurant after the kissing run, and they were just hanging out, and that's kind of how they got back cool again, because he wasn't fucking with her okay. after the whole after the whole thing when he came to her face. They kind of like fell off a little bit, but it was more so she played him, and at the end of the first season, the beginning of the second season, and. Like, when she moved in, she's like, I'm sleeping on the couch. He's like, I know. And that's why it was the thing with the whole... From the first scene where she thought, imagined it was her having sex with him. That's just how you let, let it know, like, she did some dumb shit. Like, that's what you want, basically. She probably was trying to be, like, strong. Like She wasn't trying to be strong. She went in there knowing what she wanted. <laughs> like, period. Yeah, but she's trying to probably resist the feelings. No. She should have just been intentional. You 30 years old. You got to go into everything being super intentional, super direct. I know for sure I wouldn't be able to do that. And Molly needs to stop bullshitting, set up our boundaries, and either she really just not even either we're going to have sex or we're going to be cool. Y'all just need to go back to being friends. Because right. clearly you Cut can't handle it. Off. Right. So clearly you can't handle it. But so like... Real quick, what's some stuff that you think is going to happen on the rest of season three? Hmm. Like, I think, I think for some dumb reason, Issa is going to bring a dude to Daniel's house. <laughs> I feel like she's that messy where she would try that. Um, I feel like something's going to happen between with the Molly and Joe situation. Um, I feel like Candace and Molly are gonna have like, they had that awkward moment in season two when they were just standing next to each other at the dinner but didn't speak. But I wonder if it's gonna be a situation where they actually do have the conversation. Um, Maybe we find out that they don't have an open relationship and they have the conversation and Molly kind of approaches it like, 
yeah, I know you enjoy X, Y, and Z, but it just wasn't working for me personally. And then it's kind of like, what the fuck you mean? And then shit kind of gets out of hand. Um, what about you? Um, I actually really don't know, but... <laughs> I mean, even they showed, they showed a little bit of yeah. it at the end of the first episode. Like, it's about to be a situation with uh, Issa and Daniel where I guess the girl becomes his girlfriend. And she says, he tells her, like, yeah, you kind of only have, like, a week or two left. So now we got to see what's going to happen. I mean, maybe the best thing for Molly and Issa is they do live together. That's what I was just going to say. Like, I don't know what would happen, but I'm hoping that she move out of Daniel's house and, like, just forget about him or just don't have any contact with him. And then Molly stop talking to Joe. And then it's just them two together and working on Right. And yeah. I think I kind of think that her and Issa probably I don't want to say fall out, but I feel like they they're can't gonna, they can't afford to fall out right now. Only both because of their like if you so fucked up. if you like notice their chemistry in the first episode was kind of like weird because they because they both lying to yeah each they other. both lying <laughs> to each other. So I feel like that's going to come up and like be a big blow up. Maybe think, not too big, but like a little. I don't think it's going to be a big blow up because they both secretly know no, that the, how yeah. the other person really feels That's so they true, yeah. it's like they both waiting on each other to fall on their face but I feel like they're going to do it at the same time that's true that's true and I don't know I just really like the male characters this season I mean I fuck with Lawrence heavy but I like Daniel's character and where it's going and even Dro like when she was like you know I was like well this is hard for me you know you get to have me whenever you want me and just cause you and your wife she even says just because you and your wife get to fuck whoever y'all want don't mean everybody else want their lives to be messy and shit and I one, I like that he put her in her place like first of all don't talk about me and my wife <laughs> like I don't care how long we've been friends like you're not about to disrespect me and my uh, marriage but two she knows that she's doing some messy shit and even towards the end of the episode and the whole lifting, she was lying to Issa about it because she's trying to get out the car, mm-hmm. like get the night over with so she can meet up with him and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're just going to see. But that's a wrap for uh, Left on Red for this week. Um, we're definitely going to be dropping these weekly um, for Insecure, maybe for some films as well, um, or even weeks where we don't have time to just set up and shoot all the way. But um, be sure to follow us on Instagram at, at the Group Chat TV, Instagram, Twitter. You can find us on Facebook, um, thegrouptv.com. Send us an email at thegroupct at gmail.com. If you have any topics you want to see on the show or on the pod, um, if you ever want to get on the show or on the pod, hopefully next week the rest of the cast watches Insecure so we can have like a bigger discussion. But I'm Ish. I'm Brittany. And we'll see y'all next week with some more dope shit. See ya. I got melanin in my bone, shit is so strong.